What's up, everybody? This is Jake Fogg, and you're listening to Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. Welcome to Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. My next guest is a former athlete, avid collector, and consultant, as well as cosplayer. His extensive collection of statues is amazing, so much so that he's been featured on the Batman Statue Collector YouTube channel, as well as creating the Comic Collectors Guild, also a YouTube channel website and podcast. He is tenacious, determined, focused, and also celebrates the geek culture Please welcome to the show, Jake Fogg. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for having me. Hey, it's it's great to have you here. Uh, I did actually just watch your uh, your YouTube on uh, Batman Stash Collectors. Amazing. Um, really looking forward to talking about that in a little bit. But before we get into all the, the details and just um, everything about your collection and just what you do, um, going back and just looking at your origins and your cosplay origins. Yeah. So tell us tell us a little bit about Jake and tell us how you got into cosplay. Absolutely, so uh, I grew up outside of Washington DC uh, in Virginia, uh, grew up you know, actually on a farm. So the Superman thing kind of, you know, rolled from uh, being on a farm, but uh, yeah, I grew up you know, on a farm in, in a small town and uh, was about an hour south of Washington DC. So grew up playing sports my whole life. Uh, as you mentioned, you know, I'm a former athlete. I played football uh, all the way through school. Um, injuries kind of settled that. So, you know, got into the workforce and uh, been a consultant uh, working for a management consulting company uh, based out of Texas uh, for a few years now. Um, but yeah, I started uh, collecting like these statues and whatnot about a year and a half, two years ago. And then recently in the cosplay, Actually, it's funny, my, my friends and family all growing up, you know, my nickname was Clark because I grew up on a farm and uh, you can't say under the hat, but I've always had like the curl. So they were like, you should someday you should dress up as Superman and blah, blah, blah. So uh, eventually kind of got talked into it. And I've always been a huge geek at heart, even though I was an athlete, even at a very early age, you know, three, four years old, I was introduced to like the Batman animated series. Uh, my dad's kind of a geek. So, you know, Early on, showed me Star Wars and Space Goes Coast to Coast and Batman 66. So that really started my love for these characters. And uh, I've just been a huge geek ever since. No, that's and that's uh, it's just very cool to hear. Uh, it's I, I love hearing more and more people talk about Batman, the animated series, because I'm a huge fan. I'm also a huge fan of Space Goes Coast to Coast. I <laughs> yeah. also grew up with that. One thing that you said before, and I know that yeah, you, you yes, injuries can take their toll. I, I understand that too, um, having been in martial arts for a little while. But you have said that the grind doesn't stop, and yeah. um, you know you you have a lot of balance to everything that you do, uh, the cosplay, training, work, your hobbies, uh, and just really everything in in between. Um, even though you're you're not an active athlete. Right now, uh, how does the training and the discipline that goes into that really, um, really help you and, and help you with the cosplay? And uh, how is it really still an important part of your day? 
Yeah. So, you know, I think growing up, you know, with an athlete, you get taught at an early age, you know, routine and, and discipline. And that's part of the wonderful thing about sports is you learn kind of these life lessons. So uh, for me, you know, I'm kind of a creature of habit. I love having a routine in place. And even now, even though I balance, you know, have a lot of things going on, I, I have a set routine. I wake up super early. Um, I make sure I have my, you know, set of, set of time aside for, you know, hour and a half, two hours at the gym every day. And thanks to the cosplay, actually, you know, I'm obviously right now you can't really work out too much. But, um, you know, knowing that you're going to be in a Superman costume, it kind of gives you something to shoot for, you know, something to train for other than just lifting weights. You know, you want to do the character justice and be able to look the certain way. So it's been really good in that regards. But um, I just have a, a routine. And I stick to it pretty much every day. And yeah, that's pretty much how I balance everything. I just kind of have everything mapped out ahead of time. And it helps me be able to navigate and be able to do all these things and, and find time throughout the day. And it, uh, it definitely shows that it's paid off. Um, the consistency, and I, I always tell people this, consistency is key, whether you're, you know, what, with whatever you do, whether it's cosplay or whether it's, uh, you know, training or, or anything, you know, it, you just have to do a little bit every day. Yeah. Um, you certainly, there's nothing really that you can do if you're a procrastinator in training. You know, you can't, you can't run a marathon overnight. Um, it's the same way with cosplay. Yeah. You know, if, if you wait till the day before, uh, you're it ain't going to work. work. <laughs> yeah, it ain't going to work. Uh, yeah. And it, like you said, you know, it's 24 hours a day. I mean, people are like, I don't want you, you can find time. Uh, you, you know, I always found that there's plenty of hours in the day to find to do what, whatever you want to do. And, you know, whether it's making time for people or a hobby or whatever, uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, you know, you need six hours of sleep. And if you need more than that, then sleep faster. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> uh, it's a great quote. So, uh, yeah, just, just, Keep going and, and find time. Yes, and I, I do I do love Arnold. Um, and he also has a few things he says about celery juice. Um, <laughs> you know, oh, you do you do. Uh, I think the the saying goes, "Do what you hate," and um, you know, get out of your comfort zone, things yeah. like that. Um, but uh, one thing that that I would like to really dig into before we get too far is uh, your collection. Um, and it, like, uh, like I said before, you've been featured on uh, the Batman Statue Collector YouTube channel very recently. Mm-hmm. And you have this amazing collection. And actually, we can see some of them behind you. Yeah. And you I was just wondering if you might like to give us a quick recap. Um, certainly, we'll have uh, notes, show notes going to the, the link to the YouTube uh, video so that you can see more. Um, it's like a 20-minute video, and um, I thought it was just really well done. And the um, the models that you have, and the, some of the uh, uh, some of the fandom that's expressed through uh, just the different things that you had on that video were just awesome. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a very fun and addicting hobby. So that was introduced to me uh, as I mentioned about a year and a half ago. So funny enough, I had always grown up, and I'd had like art pieces, I see your amazing art pieces behind you and, you know, figures and uh, started there. And I always had kind of said, like, it'd be amazing if they had like these big statues of these awesome characters. Well, funny enough, I reconnected with a kid that I went to kindergarten with. Uh, His mom was actually uh, one of my kindergarten teachers and uh, he lives out in San Diego, California now. So we hadn't talked for a decade or so, but we reconnected. I saw on his page, he had these huge, awesome, like statues of Venom and Spider-Man and all these characters. And I was like, like, what are these amazing statues? Like, where can I get these? And he kind of gave me the rundown of, you know, introducing me to like Sideshow Collectibles, uh, Prime One, um, Iron Studios, Queen Studios, uh, which are incredible companies. If you haven't seen them, just 
even if you don't want to buy these statues, just look at their pages. They have awesome stuff. So uh, I got introduced and uh, started collecting. I it's hard to pick a few characters, you know, but they're pretty expensive. So I try and be smart about it. I really focus on the characters that I love. So what I have now is the I'm working on the Justice League. Um, I get quarter scale pieces. So they're roughly usually between like 20 to 25, 26 inches tall. Um, they're incredible. Uh, they kind of have their own unique twist on each character. So they're unique. It's nice to have payment plan so you know you can make it work. But so right now I have the Justice League and then I have uh, the Avengers coming. I have a bunch of Marvel pieces on the way as well. So uh, this wall behind me, you can see some of my Justice League characters. And then there's a, another wall like right here and that's where my Avengers will come. So it's a growing collection. They're so fun and the details unbelievable. So if you get a chance, YouTube and, and I'll show you, you know, up close and in the detail that go into these statues. Yes. And it, it they really are just um, spectacular. It's such a, it's such a great piece. And it's so, it, it really does connect you with the fandom. Yeah. Um, I know that you are, uh, you're specifically, um, was it, was it your first, your, the first one that you collected was Superman? Yeah. Yes. And just the, the detail and just how, I mean, even like the costume detail, they oh, really yeah. put a lot, they put so much into it. Uh, definitely worth checking out. And yeah, I mean, if um, it's actually something that you can model a cosplay after. And I know people and I have did. done that before. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you, uh, of, of course, you are a Superman cosplayer um, inspired by the statue, of course, the character and all of the art and fandom that goes into Superman. Um, and of course, they're it is uh, just really cool. I know you had a recent shoot with Ryan Sims, friend of the show. Yes. You you draw a lot of inspiration from the statue and just from Superman in general. But uh, would you like to talk about like just the the influence of the character and and what got you um, what got you going on your first costume and, and like why you picked that particular version? Yeah. yeah so um, as far as you know, Superman, as I mentioned, even early on, I got called Clark through school and you know I grew up on a farm so for me finding a character he was even though he's obviously got all these powers that all of us wish we could have I related very closely to, to that character from kind of where he grew up with his parents on a farm and you know he's from a small town and he's you know just trying to always do the right thing and I really related to him even though I was introduced with Bat, and I'm a huge Batman fan but you know this kind of the on a relation you know, being able to connect with the character Superman was definitely who I connected to. So early on, I was like, okay, I got, I got to do Superman. And I actually thought about starting with Batman, but all my friends are like, dude, your nickname's Clark. Like, you have to do Superman. So I was like, okay, cool. So uh, I looked up and, you know, a lot of people, I wanted to have something unique and different than just other cosplayers. I know a lot of people are going to have, like, the Man of Steel suit. Uh, a lot of people are going to have maybe the Christopher Reeves uh, original suit. I wanted a suit that was just kind of unique to me. Um, so I, I got in touch with a company called uh, Napier's Inc. Um, incredible company. They do a lot of different companies and um, th they've just been spectacular. So I kind of gave them a vision uh, and the inspiration was that statue actually. It's kind of, as I mentioned, Sideshow does their own twist on the character. So I would kind of describe it as a new 52 classic hybrid suit. It's kind of a mix of the two. And I was like, that's perfect. I mean, I'm, I've always been kind of a fan of the Royal classic Royal blue over the Navy. Um, 
but at the same time, the this the symbol's a little bigger. Uh, it's got like red details in the suit. So uh, for me, I thought it would be a cool hybrid. And, and Napier's they love being creative and kind of creating their own thing. So they jumped on board and and they took pictures of the statue and they made it a, a reality with my suit. And I was blown away when I saw it. It's a little snug. I it, I will give you that. It is a little snug. I I might have overdid it. A little bit at the gym trying to get to a certain size but uh it's it's an awesome suit and that's where i drew inspiration and, and that's where the suit ultimately came from it's a it's a new 52 classic hybrid suit is the best way i can describe it yes and they they can be quite snug i know i've heard from nashville knight trying to get oh. into uh, one of his body suits and it, it's kind of a it's a, a at least a two-man effort sometimes for yes. um, you know it takes a lot of a lot of uh, kind of wiggling around to, to make sure that you can get everything just in the right place and make sure you got the look down. Uh, yeah. But again, the, the the photos always turn out just spectacular. I think yeah. the effects are really cool that you've, yeah. you've been able to add and integrate into um, a lot of the, the shots that you've done. Um, skipping ahead just a little bit. Yeah. Um, so you did the shoot with Ryan Sims. You had the yeah. suit all ready to go. Um, what, what did you enjoy about that photo shoot? And um, how was Alex Ross uh, part of an inspiration for that shoot. Yeah, so for me, it was my first cosplay shoot, so I really wanted to start with, you know, an awesome play. And I had seen cosplayers that inspired me, uh, like Liz Wonder and, you know, Nashville Knight, Nashville Dark Knight, who I'm doing a shoot with Ryan with uh, when all this uh, fire stuff is all over, so I can't wait for that. But um, Saddle Up, I mean, just so many cosplayers I drew inspiration from, and Ryan had done a lot of shots for them, so I reached out to him and uh connected and he's just an awesome guy if anybody who's a cosplayer looking to have some awesome shots i cannot recommend him enough and it's going to be honestly hard to go to any other photographer after you know dealing with ryan because we had such a good time but um yeah we connected and basically we had a few months because i was waiting on the suit to get made and get ready so we were like okay what do we want to do so um when i was talking to him i actually had you can't see it now but on my wall i have that alex ross Superman poster uh, on my wall and I was like man like that would look cool and we just basically started like a Pinterest board of famous Superman posters or comic covers or whatever it might be and we were like let's just recreate all these so it kind of made the shoot very easy because we would just look at the picture and be like all right do that pose we're gonna do this lighting and, and Ryan did his magic and uh, that's what we did. So, but Alex Ross is a legend. I mean, his artwork is second to none. Uh, so we had to do Alex Ross. He, uh, we did, I think, three or four of his uh, classic Superman uh, photos, and and that's where we went. So we have some Jim Lee ones coming. Uh, we took, I think, Ryan said we did like 234 shots over the course of the day. So there's a lot more coming. Wow. Yeah, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Uh, definitely what we've seen so far has been spectacular and can't wait to see what comes. And I know um, it won't necessarily just be Superman in the future. I think you you have a lot more planned. Um, I saw a few posts go up recently. Uh, You were looking at maybe Green Lantern, maybe, uh, you know, just some different ideas coming up for different cosplays to do. And, of course, there's always variations on Superman. There's, you know, the, the first one, it's always kind of like you get the first cosplay and, that's yeah. uh, that's the one that's near and dear, but it's kind of addictive. Yeah, <laughs> once oh, it you is. get going, you're like, oh, I have to do this one and this one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I started, and I think Superman will always be like my go-to. You know, I've, I've, he's my favorite, so I'm gonna always do Superman. But I was like, you know, it's funny when you do, you do these posts. 
you know, you start getting messages like, you should do this character and you should do that character. And I was like, okay, like this is cool. And obviously as a huge geek, like who doesn't want to be all of these characters? So um, the next character coming and is Sue Chabir actually in about a week or two is on the Marvel side, uh, I'll be doing uh, Captain America. Uh, so I'm getting an endgame cap suit, uh, and then I've got a lot of requests for Green Lantern. So um, we're, I think down the road I want to do a Green Lantern, and eventually I'd love to do a Space Ghost because not a lot of people know about him, and it's such a unique character. So I'd love to bring him out of the out of the ashes a little bit and do and do a Space Ghost. And Napier's is like, I'll do it. So uh, it might be some down the road, but I'm always going to do Superman, and he'll always be my main. But yeah, so we got definitely some more characters coming. I uh, love love Space Ghost Coast to Coast, and not just not just the original cartoon, but of course the kind of the parody that was done yes. at the talk show uh, with Space Ghost Brack and Zorak, um, just some yeah, exactly. really fun characters. Yeah. Um, but uh, would you would you mind spending us a couple of minutes talking about your fandom for Space Ghost and just like what that what that means to you and like um, how you how you came upon it once upon a time? Yeah. So my dad, as I mentioned, you know, kind of a geek and. Uh, early on, I think he's a huge Space Ghost fan from the original uh, Space Ghost show. So I think he's, you know, as a young, if you have a kid, especially at a young age, I would say besides probably like Spider-Man, he's a good character to kind of ease your way into the the superhero realm, uh, if you will, uh, because he's got a lot of humor. Like he's not dark and brooding. Uh, he's very funny. Uh, it's kind of a goofy, funny, um, you know, Hanna-Barbera, you know, is the creator of her. So, uh, yeah, I was just introduced very early on because he was a huge fan. And then he's just really cool looking. I mean, he, he's kind of like a funny version of, like, Green Lantern meets Captain Marvel meets comedy. I mean, he's a very cool looking character. And I've been saying for a long time, if they just modernized him and they brought him into the modern, you know, superhero realm, I mean, he would be so cool because you know he could fight with the lantern corps he's got an awesome suit he could be with like the justice league so i would love to see space ghost get a little more love and and brought out of the ashes and make him maybe even more serious and things like that but yeah that's how it was really on my dad was just a huge fan and uh i was introduced to him i was probably three or four years old and i thought he was funny and yeah it was a, it's a great world uh, yeah, I don't. I don't find him to be a very obscure character. I think that he possibly is just in the grand scheme of things. He's obviously not one of the holy trinity of of DC, Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman being kind of their bread and butter. But um, yeah, I just I always love what they do with the character. I uh, got addicted to the to the old um, kind of uh, talk show that they had. Yeah, exactly. Um, so many so many good lines, so many good moments and um, of course you can get the, uh, the the soundtrack too. They they sing a lot <laughs> on the yes, show. They do. Um, but you uh, actually have a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And if you wouldn't mind, um, certainly would like to spend some time talking about the Comic Collectors Guild. Yes. And some of the members that you have um, including folks like Tom Traver, Jay Hewer, and uh, the Marvel and DC creator Joe St. Pierre, among others, that are part of the group. Um, mm. Please, uh, yes, please tell us uh, more about the group. Love to hear about it. Yeah, so the Comic Collectors Group is a group of people who are all across, you know, the United States and the world of, you know, people who collect action figures, comics, statues, uh, cosplayers. There's artists. 
Um, I'm an executive. I, I handle a lot of their uh, YouTube and, and social media um, material. Uh, it's, it's really started by two guys. Their name are Izzy and, um, and LT Flores. You can check them on Instagram. Uh, they're House of Geekery and then the Comic Collectors Guild Instagram. But yeah, it's just a great organization of, you know, there's so many groups out there. I'm kind of new to, to the groups and things like that, but a lot of them you have to, you know, get pay for it or, um, you know, they'll deny you if you don't have this like massive collection. Whereas, you know, they started this group basically saying, you know, if you're, you know, a geek and you like this stuff, here's a platform of people that are like-minded that you can, you know, geek out with and talk about the, the latest Marvel movie or the last action figure that came out or comics. So it's just a really cool community. Um, we are growing really fast. There's a couple hundred of us now. Um, we have, we're, we just got put on Spotify and uh, Google Podcasts. So we we have everything from like statue reviews to countdowns of like top 10 superheroes or top, you know, ranking the Star Wars movies, a lot of content across all kind of geek culture. So we just thought it'd be an awesome community. We're trying to grow as fast as possible. So if you are a collector or just a fan of some of these characters, you can go on our website. It's www.comacollectorsguild.com. Uh, you put in the application. It's, it's free. Uh, and really, it's just a welcoming group of people that, you know, are open to talking about everything and showing off your collection and and uh, we'd love to have you so yeah you can check us out on our instagram at comic collectors guild website youtube page i'd appreciate any subscriptions there since i run that part but uh yeah it's it's a fantastic organization yes definitely check it out on youtube check out the website We'll have links in the show notes for sure, uh, just so you can, if uh, if you do, just like me, love the geek culture, love the cosplay community, and you want more of that, and you want to get into the collection side, the collector side of things, give it a look, check it out. Um, definitely uh, just a good group of folks, and certainly I think there's a lot more to come, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got some big things again planned, and we were hoping to having a booth this year at New York City Comic Con, but obviously I don't know if that's going to happen or if there will even be a New York City Comic Con. But we definitely next year in 2021, we plan on having booths at some of the larger Comic Cons uh, so you can meet us, and, and it's going to be great. Oh, I yeah, fingers crossed that they still have it this year. I would, I know. I would, love, I would love to see it there, um, hopefully getting there myself this year too. Hey, but, there you go. hey 20, 2021, I guess 2020 canceled. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just go right through. Hey, 2021 it is. Thank you so much uh, for sharing the collection, for sharing uh, your origin story and just what you do and, and everything that's gone into uh, what you create in cosplay and what you create inside of the, the collector's universe and all the geek culture. Uh, it's just, it's so great um, that, that you have all this to share with us today. Yeah, so I appreciate you. it. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I usually have one question at the end that I ask of all of my guests. Same question for everybody. I bring it on. Let's go. <laughs> right. um, the The question is simply this: What do you want your impact on the world to be? Yeah, um, I think for me, you know, I've always done a a lot of volunteer work and stuff with kids and and things like that. That's a big passion of mine. So I think using the platform of portraying a character, especially somebody like Superman, who's 
you know, his symbol is hope. And that's ultimately, you know, what I want to do. I want to use uh, being that character. If I can bring light or a smile to, you know, a kid's face or, or, or an adult, you know, just bring as much happiness and uh, bring a smile, you know, to, to people and, you know, let people know that no matter how dark, you know, things might be at times that, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and, you know, be any part of spark to start that light as possible. So to me, it's just reaching out to as many people as possible and, and making them smile. Absolutely. And it's very important. I mean, it it means so much. Uh, we can never really measure just what sharing this with other people means sometimes. But that yeah. is usually a pretty good affirmation when you can see that smile. Uh, you know you're headed in the right direction. Exactly. So, Jake, where can we find you and how can we support you online? Yeah. Uh, so my Instagram is at Superman14JF. Uh, you can definitely follow me on there. Uh, feel free to message me anytime. I'm an I'm a open book, so I love, to t I love talking with everybody. Uh, you can also uh, subscribe again to the Comic Collectors Guild's YouTube page. Um, I run that. So um, yeah, you can follow me on there, you know, leave a comment, let us know what you want to see, and I'd be happy to chat with you. Um, but yeah, those are really the two platforms where you can find me the most, and uh, I'd love to talk with all of you. Oh, that is fantastic. Again, Jake, thanks so much for being on the show, and this is where we'll leave you folks. This is Scotty B. with Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.